0: I'm joined today by a gobby. No, Carol, he's just called you a fat bitch. Mank.
1: Straight people, you've let camp gay men get away with too much now.
0: Princess. The
1: guys that message me definitely want to wear me skin.
0: Mancunian ray of sunshine, Josh Jones, is the most original voice to emerge from the Northwest in recent years. Also says his bio. He has literally been everywhere. I cannot stop for seeing this man on television. He's been on Jonathan Ross. He's been on Channel 4. I think he might have even been on Graham Norton. He is such a rising star. In fact, I think his star has actually probably already risen in the best possible way of interpreting that phrase. Josh co-hosts the Dave original podcast series Hard Sell with Darren Harrier. He also has his own historical gossip podcast, Dead Drama and the Chatting with Cherubs podcast with Morgan Reese. So he's no stranger to podcasts, and he's joining us today. Now, we're going to learn a lot about Josh in this episode, and a lot about his mum as well. They are thick as thieves. And what is wonderful about Josh is how candid, open, unvarnished, unfurnished he is about talking about his mum. She's often sometimes the butt of jokes on stage, sometimes the centerpiece of like loving stories um in his stand-up routine as well and he's so happy to talk about her and the relationship that they've had since he was actually very young you are gonna absolutely love this chortle fest this laugh a minute man josh jones on today's episode of my Mum made me My Mum Made Me, the show about the wonderful and sometimes the weird ways in which our mums make us who we are today. (laughs) Hi, it's Paul here. I really hope you're enjoying the show and I'm going to ask you a favour if you are. Please do follow us. If you do, you'll get to hear all of the episodes first and of course it helps with my self-esteem. I'm only joking. Don't forget to rate us. We're currently on 4.9 stars, which is really exciting and every rating makes my mum, Teresa, Laugh just a little bit more. I am joined today by the wonderful human being, Josh Jones, who is a rising, not not even a rising, your star has already risen, comedian, and self-described gobby mank princess. Is that is that right? Oh well, well, actually, I think that was my PR's description of me
1: and my agent's description when I had to write a bio. Um, when you have to write bios for new tours and stuff and the and
0: shows, I'm not very good at describing myself, so my agent described me as that. Fair enough, uh, but you, you you take it in your stride, it's not, it's not considered an insult. I'd consider it an acolyte. Oh no, it's not an insult. I would say it's a pretty good description, a gobby mank princess. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Brilliant. Um Josh the way we start these podcasts is I'm, I'll I'll normally tell you um a story about my mum and what I want to do is get your reaction and 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 ask you to think as I'm telling the story to think about your answer to the question what would Josh have done and it's it's sort of a two-parter and they're kind of connected but it's brief um when I was about 11 um my mum made me make a will and I don't know why um, and it scared the living Jesus out of me because, you know, an 11-year-old asking me to think about not only death, but what happens to my possessions. If, if a take that bedsheet could be described as a will-like possession. By the way, I did have a take that mm-hmm. bedsheet when I was 11. Um, so she asked me to do my will and she made... Can I ask you which,
1: which member you used to lie on the most? <laughs>
0: Jason... Okay, yeah. Jason's good. Jason was one of my favourites. Jason's quite handsome. Yeah, I think they're all handsome. Really. I would say he's, I'd say he's aged the best. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. Do you? I don't know if you do remember, but um, I, I've got such a vivid memory of "Take That's." It was one of their first um, music videos, uh, and the song was "Do What You Like." It was "Do What You Like," "Do What You Like." That song, and the video is there's a part in the video where they're basically. F- Lies down naked and they've got jelly on their Bums and I was like they were definitely Going for a demographic here If only we knew which one Yeah. But um, that is seared yeah. to my memory Basically Jason's bum I've not seen that video Well you have to YouTube it afterwards <laughs> yeah. um, Back to the story So she said So she made her will And in it was strict instructions About what we had to do as children As an 11 year old if she died Uh, And the street instruction was, um, that she wanted to be, she didn't want to be buried. She didn't want to have a funeral. She didn't want, um, like a a coffin. She wanted to be put in a biodegradable cardboard box and tossed to one side in the local park, which was weird. And my question to you, I'll, I'll tell the other part later, but my question to you on that initial bit of the story is what would little Joshy have done in that situation?
1: Well, uh, how would you go about getting approval from the local council?
0: Because I don't think you can just throw dead bodies in the park. That's what I like to see. Someone who's, who's someone who's, yeah. who's someone who's familiar with the regulations. That's what we needed. Yeah, I would. I would actually try and get her to do a plan B,
1: not because I'm judging a plan A, but because it just legally it's a bit. A more of a struggle you don't want to die and leave your family with legal <laughs> problems that are not needed so um do you know I mean like you're already you're already like you know grieving your mom you've got a plan The f- like well she's not having a funeral i don't know well she's still gonna have a funeral is there gonna be a
0: public display of her throwing the body in the park? <laughs> everyone's gathered around as we like mournfully toss it into like the
1: yeah, and why does she want like where? Where did you grow up? Bradford. People were getting pissed in that. Park. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You little teenagers. Yeah. Why would she want to be in a park where someone's going to be getting fingered next to a cops <laughs> and she's in <laughs> fucking massive wheat a big spot? It doesn't sound like it. it's not really the dream, is it? A nice park in it's
0: Bradford. Is it's nice? It's, <laughs> li- it's nicer than the area we grew up in. Um. So yeah. Yeah. I, I would. Do you know what? You're right. And um, she listens to this podcast. So hopefully she'll take your advice. The second brief... Yeah. Go on. Just, is that... She's not changed her mind yet. She's she still... She still adam- I think she's definitely moved on from being tossed into the local part, But she's still... She's adamant. I would say... I would say to her now,
1: if you speak to her about it now and say, listen, if you want to do it, we'll do it. It's your choice. But... You have to get permission from the council before you die. I'd, would like,
0: because you don't want to be having to go through all that. No, I, I think, I think I'm going to start a mini campaign then. Local council allow Theresa the body to naturally biodegrade whilst quote, um, being laid next to someone getting fingered in a giant Weetabix box. End quote. Yeah. Well, the second part of the story, um, and I'll be brief is. She also has since then expressed her wish for her ashes. Now, this is completely um, incompatible with what she's expressed before, but if she were cremated, whatever, her ashes to be um, spread across the Greenpeace's Rainbow Warrior ship. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically um, a a big ship that Greenpeace used to have um, where they would go and save whales and stop Japanese fishing boats and the like. Um, And this came up in conversation recently again when i asked her what do you want she's 70 this year what do you want to do for your 70th um and she said oh i'd love to go to paris i was like fantastic that's you know a normal request we can we can actually do that but then um when i kind of reminded her about it and we're going to book the ticket she said "Oh, i'm not going to paris anymore because um they sunk the rainbow warrior and i was like what what there's absolute sort of madness i looked it up true to her words i I will say this um there is a story about two french military agents going and sinking the boat whatever but what's interesting about this is obviously it means that she can't have her ashes scattered there but it means she's now boycotting going to france forever (laughs) just like what the hell what is going on but how deep does this run? Will she never eat a croissant again? <laughs> Do you know what? Knowing my mum, it could it could go that deep. Anyway, enough about my mum. We're here to talk about you and yours. Can you paint us a mental picture of Mrs. Joshua Jones, if that is the right way to describe your mum? Oh well, yes. Yeah, she's not a Jones. She's been married.
1: Um, so my mum and dad blow when my mum was pregnant oh. with me. So, um, she's yeah, she's got a different last name. She's been married, um, a few times, um. So yeah, she's got a different name now. Uh, she is, um, I don't know. She's really fun. I think everyone kind of likes her. She's got a big social network. Um, we've we've always been. I've always been told we're quite similar personality wise. Um, she's like just like fun. So, I was literally on Zoom to her about, about uh, not Zoom, I was on what's WhatsApp, I was on WhatsApp video mm. about, literally about fifteen minutes ago showing her some, um, I've got like some rash on my arm, so I'm going to the doctors later. And um, yeah. sexy stuff here. Yeah. And then, um, so I showed my mum, yeah, she's very good. Uh, well, I don't know. I grew up, she's very open. So, a lot of my friends have been like, wow, your mum's wild. um Like, open sort of talks about like sex and very like um yeah not like she doesn't really hold anything back so i'm not very unjudgmental sort of like oh yeah talk about anything she um you know she like she has a sidekick that she sees every couple of months um she's pretty fun she loves to party she'll go out on a weekend and a um get bladdered yeah she has a good little social life
0: i want to hear more about the psychic josh
1: yeah so this is um this is this she's been using this psychic for a while she had quite a lot of sidekicks um she treats the sidekicks like her bathroom scales as soon as one gives her a reading she's not happy with she gets rid and says <laughs> the full of shit <laughs> but um she yeah she's had quite a few um sidekicks
0: Okay, and what is she? Is she? Because I, I've, I've always, I've always been interested in it, and I've always thought, if I go, will I be? Will I hear what I want to hear? Is that kind of the whole purpose of it to kind of affirm you? I,
1: I don't need to go because apparently all they fucking talk about is me. My mum's like, oh, the psychic said
0: this. The psychic, the psychic tells my mum stuff I'm doing. Have you been surprised by any? So, have you been surprised by any of the uh, things that the psychic said?
1: Well, my psychic, my mum's psychic, said that your son's dating a new guy, and that um, he, um, she was like, and this is the guy he's going to marry, and we've only been dating for a couple of months, so it puts a lot of pressure on my new boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. And so I was like, saying the psychic said we're going to get married, so <laughs> best get picking a ring. <laughs> um, but she also said how he was going to do it. So then it's like, oh, you've ruined the day already. But I am. Um, But um yeah, so she goes to the sidekick quite a lot and um yeah, I don't know what they talk about. So my mum takes notes while they're there and then so my mum will take notes and then leave. But my mum and my auntie Paula they go to the psychic together. So my mum will wait in the car and my auntie Paula will do her reading and then they'll swap and my Auntie Paula will wait in the car. But it's just some woman's house and um you have to wait like months in advance and she's doing bookings all day and i'm like she's defo avoiding paying some tax <laughs> but if they come for us she'll see them coming so <laughs> <laughs> but, I, um... but yeah so she goes um to yeah to the sidekick and he's just in some woman's living room this time but she's she's had quite um a lot of psychic readings like growing up and um. Uh, like every month or so my mum would go off and see a psychic. Mm. so yeah she's very um i don't I, I think she's a bit religious i'm not sure she's like very believes it's quite spiritual i
0: guess well is she i don't know god that's amazing um has she, and, and you say she sort of changes every time uh she gets something well she gets told something that she didn't want to hear what do you oh no if, if she gets told something she doesn't like she changes a psychic yeah that's what i mean sorry yeah 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 and yeah. um, oh, right, what yeah. do you what do you think she's wanting to get from said psychic i don't know um i don't know she seems she's this is the
1: most content she's been she's in her 60s she literally retired last week Wow. um i don't think she I, but we think she'll go back to work have I feel like she'll do something for a few more years. I think she'll work till she's like seven. Oh, and yeah. What does she do, just out of interest? She's worked in call centres all her life. Mm. Um, so, she, yeah, she was working in call centres. I don't think she'll do that anymore. And I don't really want to do it. I think she'll do something a bit easier because it can be a bit sh- like hard working in call centres. Oh, course, yeah. The amount of aggro you must get. Yeah. Have you, have you ever been... But she's very... She's... She's really good at um like I think because of working in call centres so much, she is the best person for like she's got like um how do I explain it? Best person for like not taking life too seriously. She has like quotes and mantras that she lives by. So if you like you're a bit stressed about something, she'll go put it in the fuck it bucket. <laughs> um so then like the fuck it bucket's full of stuff that you don't need. And like if say you had a, like a meeting or something that you like i need to um i need oh say he was about to not have like say he was about to have like a confrontation in some sort with like a, a colleague or something about work or whatever my mum always goes come from fact, not fucked off which i think is like the best it's a really good way of living your life like if you're gonna have a discussion with someone you lay out facts not emotions i love
0: that um and uh, is is she posting these in a stylized version on instagram because it kind of like no she just says it to people
1: she like says it to people she's very like um like a lot of her friends if if anyone had a problem they'd like go to my mom she's very good at um
0: like advice and stuff like that i think we should um there needs to be a series of like greeting cards or birthday cards with your mum's quotes on them mm-hmm. just like really life yeah stuff yeah put it in the fuck it book. It, it's it. really good i live by it and i'm doing all right yeah exactly what a great way yeah grow you know, to live your life um so we've got a picture of you what, what's her name by the way Anne. Anne okay we've got a picture of Anne Anne is freshly retired a firecracker freshly retired. she's got um she's got you know I was gonna say zim that's not a word vim vim she's got vim and a great collection of um of quotes just help the help the audience understand a bit more um I want you to picture the scene imagine you are you now and your mum is Getting married is her it's her marriage, and you're giving the kind of best man speech. Um, and you just she, you, you... she's already said she's
1: been divorced so many times that if she gets divorced again, she's just going to bury him under the um the back garden. Oh, so she's not get she's she would never marry again. Very Fred. West. She's been married to this one for twenty years, but I also know that she's been married three times, and she's always been adamant there'll never be a fourth.
0: Okay, well that that's a good promise to make to herself and her current husband in this hypothetical scenario oh yeah may may or may not be getting married again you're giving the best man speech um and obviously Mm -hmm. you know the the audience wants to hear about like the story that kind of defines your mum, or you're kind of you know the memory um defines your memory of her what's in that story do you think what story do you think you tell at her her wedding as her best man there's one or two
1: that I literally what I won't be able to say on here because um she's she's had some wild moments oh. and um yeah so there's one or two um because she's like proper life of the party sort of uh, stuff like I remember when um so before she married my stepdad who she's been with for like twenty years in between her second and third husband she was single for a bit and we used to have and i was a kid right and every weekend we'd have people around and she'd have these wild parties and um like so loads of people would be around and i remember when i was in high school a guy that used to live next door to us said oh we moved out because your mum's house was too loud (laughs) (laughs) because and uh, and yeah because he lived directly next door so like shared wall and everything and um and yeah cause it was a bit wild like i remember she bought me a karaoke machine and um i used to just sing karaoke but it'd be like a tuesday night at like 11 in the morning and me and my mum would be uh, 11 at night and me and my mum would be like singing barry white on a school night um it was very i had a bit of a couple of years at my mum's where she was just a bit loosey-goosey so yeah. I, I could like go bed kind of whenever i wanted she used to just feed me loads of arabo um it probably were not like the best parenting <laughs> in terms of you know but it were fun yeah. it was fucking loads of fun yeah. um and we used to just um sing loads she had these tinsel wigs that she got from um she it was like early 2000s and there was like loads of people have like when they go on nights yeah. out like, of like tinsel wigs yeah. like they're blue or whatever and I stole one of them and I wore it for about a solid month and I wouldn't take it off and I would only answer to the name Joshina. And she was very like, oh, let him do whatever he wants. He's living his life. She's always been kind of like, let you flag, fly, do whatever you want sort of
0: vibe. I love that. Fly your freak, flag high. I think that's what the. That's yeah. The I love that. I love that. Um, so she was a bit sort of um let's say fair she clearly loves a party um i'm interested are you... what about those two stories that you said you wouldn't be able to say can you give us like a little i literally no i literally couldn't no, full embargo couldn't. and she would like apl- yeah no. all right fair enough no
1: yeah there's certain stuff because i can speak about her on stage and say whatever i want yeah. but there's certain stuff that i'm like now nah. oh, what do you say really? on what do you say on stage about her I tell loads of jokes about my mum. She's not but she loves it. She's not asked. Yeah. She don't give a shit. She says she wants me to get su- successful enough to buy her a bungalow. So if I do that
0: telling jokes about her, then fucking. Why not? Is that, and does she have like a specification of bungalow and where it should be? Well, these ones that she wants
1: Well well not really. It depends, um, no, not really, actually. I know there'll be some more desired areas, but she can fuck off. I'm not paying for her to live around there. <laughs> she, um, So, yeah. Um, it's As long as she gets a bungalow. Yeah. To be honest, I think she's just a bit lazy and can't be asked with stairs. <laughs> she's not very um, into, like, because I've been trying to get her to do walking and get out and do a bit of exercise mm-hmm. and stuff. Just to like, you know, I wanted, I wanted to be as healthy as possible for as long as possible. Yeah. But she was like, nah, walking's fucking boring. So she got like a walking, machine because she's like, I don't want to walk outside. What a waste of my life. So now she's got a, like a little walking machine that she pulls out from under a bed. Never gets used, I don't think. Um, so so she can walk whilst watching the teller. That was <laughs> me, my mum's.
0: Can I make something. a confession to you? I, yeah. I've got the same. And I do it yeah. whilst watching telly. Because why not? Like, why not multitask?
1: Well, yeah, she. but she, because, like, the idea of walking in a park for my mum is an absolute. My mum and your mum are the opposite. She wouldn't want to get buried in a park. <laughs> she, like, don't give a shit about nature. Well, actually, as she's got a bit older, because my mum lives near a park, mm. and the foxes come in the
0: garden, and she's been feeding them every day what a generous woman i mean i couldn't yeah i'm i'm petrified of foxes and i'll tell you why i've got two cats and literally yesterday i let one of them out in the garden they're indoor cats and they're sort of like you know very fluffy and whatever i let one of them out in the garden and this fox was waiting for it underneath like the the sort of like chairs in the garden and it was it was covered yeah and i was like oh my god that could have been the end of of little lemon little lemon could have been savage by a fox it? i live in london now but i grew up in yorkshire but like in london there's more foxes than there are shits in the road yeah i think i feel sorry for the foxes in london
1: (laughs) like the foxes up north they seem a bit bigger a bit more well fed i think people will feed them whereas acres are so common everyone just kind of ignores them and they all look dead skinny and scrawny i wish that the foxes in london knew if they could just get themselves on a train (laughs) And get up north. they'd have a bit of a better life, I think,
0: so. I think. I think so. Yeah. There's a campaign there. So that's it for the first of this two-part series with Funny Man Josh Jones. Join us um, very soon for part two, where we're going to be talking about uh, Josh's mum's relationship with her psychic. Some of the naughty stories from uh, Josh's mum's, uh, I guess, teenage and young adult years. And the power of Josh's mum's leather jacket. We are on social media. How exciting! You can find us on Instagram at My Mum Made Me Pod. You'll get us on Facebook at My Mum Made Me, Twitter at Mum Made Me, and even TikTok at My Mum Made Me. Why follow us on socials? Well, you're going to get extra bits from the show. You're going to be able to see our guests on video. And of course, watch their reactions to my mum's lovely and sometimes a little bit weird voice notes. So give us a like and a follow.